Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yimini, and each week we'll look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspective is in honor of the memory of Rebetzin Chaim Mushka, the wife of the Lubavitch Rebbe, whose yard site anniversary of her passing is on the 22nd of Shvat. This week's Parsha Perspective is in honor of the complete and speedy recovery of Bacheva Sarah Baschana, Sassam Batsal Ben Batya, Shaul Ben Brita, and Safir Basar Yella. This week's Parsha Perspective is dedicated in memory of Shlom Ben Edward and Edward Ben Shaul. May their souls be uplifted and their memories a blessing. This week's Torah portion is Parshas Yisrael. Our Parsha has the Aser Sedibris, the Ten Commandments, making it one of the most significant Torah portions of the entire Torah. Hashem Himself came down to the mountain to give us the Ten Commandments and confirmed that we are His chosen people. But our Parsha begins with Yisrael Moshe's father-in-law hearing all the miracles God did for the Jewish people. This inspired him to join them in the desert. And when he arrived, Moshe greeted him and recounted all what God did for the Jewish nation in Egypt and the desert. Yisrael then offered sacrifices to Hashem in appreciation for what he did for Moshe and the Jewish nation. The next morning, Yisrael observed how Moshe dealt with the Jewish people. He saw the long lines that people waited to speak with Moshe. So Yisrael respectfully offered Moshe his advice. He told him to appoint judges who will lead groups of people and answer any of their questions. But if there is a significant issue that these leaders cannot settle, then it would be brought before Moshe. Soon after, Moshe heeded his father-in-law's advice and appointed judges and leaders who would resolve most of the people's problems. And this method immensely helped Moshe to effectively lead and teach the Jewish nation. Six weeks after leaving Egypt, the Jewish nation arrived at the foot of Har Sinai, Mount Sinai. Moshe instructs them to purify themselves for three days in preparation for the giving of the Torah. And on the third morning, there was heavy thunder and lightning as God descended upon the mountain. Hashem then gave the frightened Jewish nation the Aser Sedebris, the Ten Commandments. But the Bnei Yisrael, the Jewish nation, turned to Moshe and begged him to act as an intermediary between them and God. And Moshe told him, Do not fear God, for He has shown Himself to you, so you shall not sin. However, a question comes to mind. When the Jewish nation arrived in the Sinai Desert, the Pasuk writes, On the third month after the Jewish nation left Egypt, on this day they entered the Sinai Desert. The words on this day implies the current date. And instead the Pasuk should have written on that day implying a date in the past tense. Why does the Torah use a word that can be misunderstood for the present tense? The Chizkuni, the famous French rabbi, explains that the reason the Torah writes Hazeh instead of Ahu is to teach us that it was the first of Sivan. When the Torah writes Hazeh in conjunction with a month, it is usually referring to the first of that month. The Archaim HaKadosh adds that the Torah details this specific day for it is when the Jewish nation began to purify themselves for the giving of the Torah. Now this is significant because now the Jewish nation will receive the Torah and learn how to act as God's chosen people. However, the Ramban gives a deeper and more profound explanation. He quotes Rashi who writes that the Torah wrote Bayoim Hazeh on this day rather than Bayoim Ahu on that day because each day we receive the Torah anew. And that each morning we should wake up with the same passion and enthusiasm as the Jewish nation did by Harsinai. 
And just like they answered Hashem, first we will do and then we will listen, we should do the same. And we have a similar concept in the second bracha of the Menorah during Hanukkah. We say, For he who has performed miracles for our forefathers in those days at this time. The Ramban continues that the way we must prepare to receive the Torah each day is through loving your fellow Jew. And this is why the Torah details that the Jewish nation were united as they encamped at the foot of Har Sinai, Mount Sinai, to prepare for the giving of the Torah. And as the Pasuk first writes a plural term, Vayachanu, and they camped in the desert. However, at the end of the Pasuk, it switches to a singular term, Vayichan, and he camped at the foot of the mountain. And Rashi famously explains that they were Ki'ish Echad Belevechad. They were one person with one heart ready to receive the Torah. And it is my understanding that when we say each morning, I hereby take upon myself to fulfill the mitzvah of loving your fellow Jew as yourself, we are preparing as the Jewish nation did by Harsinai. And it is only then fitting and appropriate to say the Shema, where we proclaim and declare the oneness of Hashem, which is the first of the Arsas the Ten Commandments. In our daily life, it is imperative we understand that we, the Jewish nation, are inherently connected. And therefore, our physical and spiritual future lies in every person's hand. And we are at our strongest when we are together and united. And therefore, we must be kind and compassionate towards each other, even if the other person is not deserving of such kindness. We cannot stand still when we know a person requires assistance, for that is the true way of connecting with Hashem and will bring the ultimate redemption. There's an amazing quote by the Alter Rebbe in chapter 32 of Tanya. The Jewish nation composes a single soul. Only the bodies are separate. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.